The U.S. Capitol holds a public hearing today focusing on extremist groups and their role in the violence. School zone speed cameras coming to Manassas. I'm Neil Augenstein. What's in the future at one of the only colleges in Maryland seeing enrollment growth? In Bowie, I'm John Doman. It's 8 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Dell. I'm Deborah Rodriguez in New York. The Biden administration says federal law takes precedent over state law when it comes to pregnant women whose lives are at risk. It's ordering all states to provide abortions in those cases. Health Secretary Javier Becerra. In order to save her life, that woman is entitled to get the care she needs that could include an abortion, even in a state that says it bans abortion. Loyola Law Professor Lori Levinson. Under the federal law, if they face an emergency health situation, they're supposed to provide treatment. On the other hand, the states are saying, if we don't agree with you that this was enough of an emergency, you might face civil or criminal consequences. There will be another public hearing on the January 6th attack today. Correspondent Scott McFarlane is on Capitol Hill. January 6th committee member Jamie Raskin says they will focus on the movement of the hundreds, if not thousands of people unlawfully on Capitol grounds January 6th and the role played by far right groups that day. And the mobilization of an armed violent mob. President Biden takes off for a politically delicate trip to the Middle East tonight. CBS's Christina Ruffini from the White House. First, the president will leave this evening and start his trip in Israel, where he's going to assure leaders there of America's steadfast support that he's headed to Saudi, a country candidate Biden once said should be treated as a pariah after the 2018 killing and dismembering of Washington Post journalist Jamal Khashoggi. Police in Southern California say two people were killed, three wounded in robberies at six different 7-Eleven stores yesterday. They're looking for a lone gunman they believe responsible for at least three of the attacks. Jim Hirsch's son, a clerk at the store in Brea, is among the dead. I am so angry at this. I've never thought all this commotion in the world right now would affect me. But it's under my breath. Firefighters in Northern California say a wildfire that's been threatening the ancient sequoias at Yosemite is now 22% contained. Fire Information's Nancy Philippe. Everyone is spread out throughout this entire part of the park and, and really just putting priority on protecting the community of Wawona. Guess who's been around for 60 years? Mm-hmm, their first show, six decades to the day. The Rolling Stones have been fending off questions about aging since the beginning. Can you picture yourself at the age 60 doing what you do now? Yeah, easily, yeah. The band members may be pushing 80, but 60 years on those hard-driving rock and roll numbers still evoke youth and freedom to generations of fans. CBS's Vicki Barker from London. This is CBS News. Dell's Black Friday in July sale is here with savings on top-rated business computers with Intel Core processors. Upgrade today by calling 877-ASK-DELL. 803 here on your Tuesday morning. It's the 12th of July. Beautiful sunshine this morning. We may see storms later in our highs in the mid-90s. Good morning, I'm Joan Jones. And I'm Bruce Allen. Here are the top local stories we're following this hour. The Montgomery County Council is looking at a bill that introduces new limits on who can carry a gun in public. It comes after the Supreme Court's recent ruling in a New York State gun case 
that makes it easier to carry a firearm out in the open. A rise in crime has heightened concerns about personal safety, but Montgomery County Council President Gabe Albornoz says... I don't believe more guns is the solution. That's why he's introducing an expedited bill to restrict carrying guns in public within 100 yards of any place of public assembly. And uh, this bill, I believe, is a reasonable approach to ensure that in our community we keep our residents safe. It's kind of legally stupid what they're doing here. Mark Pennick is president of Maryland Shall Issue. You're not going to be able to carry anywhere in Montgomery County. And that is flatly unconstitutional. A hearing for the bill has been tentatively scheduled for July 26th. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. The Supreme Court's recent ruling may have led to more people in Maryland wanting to carry a gun in public. Our news partners at NBC4 report over 7,000 requests for concealed carry permits from June 23rd to July 11th, a 700% increase from this time last year. Soon after the Supreme Court's decision, Maryland State Governor Larry Hogan loosened restrictions on handgun permits. The surge in gun permit requests is causing some concern from local law enforcement and gun control advocates at a time when crime is spiking in the state. Social media was buzzing about a video showing Fairfax County police pointing guns at someone using a cell phone camera. But police say there's more to the story. Why would police order to the ground at gunpoint a juvenile holding a cell phone? Fairfax police say officers were called to a Falls Church restaurant Saturday where a hostess reported threats by several juveniles, including one with a gun. While police questioned two, others ran. That's when a third juvenile popped up, videotaping the activity with a cell phone camera. Police say officers concerned about the report of a gun pointed their guns at the third juvenile and later determined he was holding a cell phone. Fairfax police pointing a firearm automatically sparks an internal investigation. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. You can see that video at WTOP.com. Well, it's been more than eight years since eight-year-old Relisha Rudd went missing. Now there's a new tool that could help to find her. I hand you this flyer with the new age progression of Relisha Rudd. The tool, a flyer with an age progression picture from D.C. police of what Relisha might look like today at the age of 16. It was passed out in Northeast on this Relisha Rudd Remembrance Day. Activist Henderson Long says he's not giving up, but this takes a toll. I think this is like our sixth or seventh annual event. Um, I hate them. The flyers were passed out near a 7-Eleven where kids were flocking to get cool drinks. They could also get fingerprinted and have a current picture taken. Critical tools if a kid goes missing. In Northeast, Kyle Cooper, WTOP News. The House Committee investigating the January 6th attack at the Capitol will convene today for another public hearing focusing on the extremist groups that came to Washington to try to block the certification of President Biden's win. Witnesses testifying today are expected to include former Oath Keeper spokesman Jason Van Tatenhove. Panel member Congresswoman Stephanie Murphy says they'll lay out evidence that shows a tweet on December 19th by former President Trump to be there, be wild, was a siren call to these folks, in her words. The hearing set to begin at 1 o'clock this afternoon, and we have full coverage here on WTOP. You can also watch it live at WTOP.com. Still to come on WTOP, a look at how early voting is going in Maryland. It's 8.07. Shulman Rogers delivers a full range of business and personal legal services to clients in the DMV and around the country.
Here is Mary Campbell, chair of the firm's employment law practice, discussing how she and her team are responding to inquiries from employers in light of the recent case overturning Roe v. Wade. Our clients have a lot of questions about the legal implications of changes they want to make to their benefits or leave policies in response to the Supreme Court's decision. These days, especially, employers are worried about employment disputes, retention issues, and even criminal liability. And we know how much they appreciate the legal guidance and peace of mind we offer.